Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone. Breaking It Down, Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Harry Diagostino is just a wonderful musician, uh, composer, uh, upright bass player, and instructor. And he's with Upstate. And they are uh, they're getting ready some some heavy dates and and playing with some heavy people. And uh, Harry, first of all, welcome. Thanks very much for having me. Well, thrilled to have you. And like I said, I've been listening listening to uh, some snippets here and there on you, and just uh, wonderful. You're a wonderful player. And uh, well, where did it all start for you? Where I know you're from Albany now, but is that where you were born? Is that where you were raised? No, I, I grew up in New York City, and. Uh met the other musicians in the band all in the Hudson Valley area of New York. Um, we, most of us went to school at state university of New York at New Paltz. And, uh, the band started in one shape or another in 2011, but it, it, we've been doing it sort of full time and really making a go of it for the last three years. Yeah. New Paltz has a, has a cool little scene around it. And I, I I don't know, were you playing uh, any of the venues there in town right around the uh, university? Yeah, college. we were. We were. That was really the early stomping grounds. There, there's um, you know, the the pair of bars at the end of Main Street, Snug Harbor, which is like a really wonderful dive bar, and then uh, Bacchus Restaurant, which has sort of gone on and off about being a real spot for live music. But it, it, you always draw a good crowd of people who are just looking to go out and dance and hear something, and will give anything a shot. Um, so you have this good pre-built crowd, and you and it gives you a good opportunity to start to put what you're doing together and i was playing gigs all around the hudson valley um as a jazz musician just like as a bass player for a swing band and a couple other things all throughout the time i was living there so upstate was just one of the things i was involved in and slowly but surely became the main focus of what i'm doing yeah well and and how uh, how early did you start studying bass and did you or did you start with something else um well i started with the electric bass in high school uh, and moved over to the upper. I was always attracted to that, right? Because I was always attracted to acoustic music in general, just because I felt a little more control about the production of the sound and tone. It's just, you know, it, once you introduce the medium of electricity, there's things that feel, at least in the interim, like they're out of your hands. And, and so acoustic music, there was a lot. You can just always practice and always be thinking about how you sound and what kind of signature you put on it and what kind of sounds you want to get out of it. So I was always moving toward the upright bass. And then I went to school for that, uh, to study upright at New Paltz. So I, you know, like late high school was when I started. I, I was sort of a late bloomer. I mean, I know a lot of kids start playing music of some kind when they're six and seven, eight years old. So I, I'm not, uh, I guess I'm, I'm abnormal in that sense that I, I started late for somebody who spends most of their time doing it. Well, listen, I, I, I always said, uh, you know, I used to teach when I was a teenager. I, I don't play all that much anymore. Guitar, <laughs> Uh, and and I taught full time as a uh, uh, as a as a teenager, and, and I used to say, look, it doesn't doesn't matter how many years you've been playing; it matters how many hours you put into it and the effort into those, those sure. hours. I mean, there are people that have been playing guitar since they're five years old, and they uh, and they just they don't sound great at twenty years old, <laughs> whatever. And it just it it depends on on the effort. Uh, who were you listening to? I mean, who made it? clear to you that you had to do bass? I mean, were you a Stanley Clark fan? Were you, uh, you know, Jocko? I mean, who? Ray, Ray Brown was a big one for me. I wanted to sound like just, I liked the percussiveness of it. And 
a, a lot of the different bass players I listen to there, I always like sort of hear it on a, I don't know what, what, how to pronounce this word, like onomatopoetically. Like you, I always hear the, the bass tone is some sort of like either somebody taking a big gulp of water or a some boxing glove hitting a punching bag or a baseball hitting a catcher's mitt. And I, that's, I always love that sort of like, I, I watched a lot of baseball as a kid. So it's like that, the ball hitting the catcher's mitt sound. I really wanted that little punchy sort of full sound. And I like the control and feel of the bass that it was this bridge between rhythm and, and harmony that was going on. Um, and I love James Jamerson as an electric bass player, like the Motown records. And then nowadays I've really broadened where I'm, I listen to a lot more country music and rock and roll music than I was when I started playing music. And I'm really, I, especially on the electric players, I dig that sort of full body rock and roll sound of like Jack Cassidy from Hot Tuna and, yeah. and that, that sort of vibe. So I, I, I kind of go all over the place with what I'm interested in here. Yeah. We've had Jack on, on, on the show a few times and uh, he, oh, cool. he, he's a great player. No question about it. Frank McKay here with Harry Diagostino, a uh, wonderful bass player. Upstate is uh, the name of the, uh, the band. And uh, we'll find out more about them. We'll get a, a website as we, uh, uh, as we move on and, and where to follow them and where to purchase and, and to you know, follow their gigs and so forth. Hey, you got to pardon my ignorance on this. I, you weren't in the big takeover, were you? Did you play in that? No, I wasn't, but we pl we've played together shows with them. They're another great band out of New Gr Falls. Great band. Wow, they great. Yeah. I you know, they have a they have a song and I had Nini on, all right? And Nini's the the singer I believe in. Yeah, no, I know Nini. She's wonderful. Yeah, and I, boy, they had a a song. I just don't understand why it doesn't have a a larger audience. Uh, it, Love understands. And yeah. uh wow. I mean, I was blown away by that. Uh their bass player plays uh, upright at times too. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, he does. I mean, I think with that group, he he mainly plays electric bass. Uh, Rob Kissner, he's a really great uh, reggae bass player, and just he has a great feel, and he's great to see live because he really pulls that whole band together. So, and and he's um he's got a real good sonic palette too. I mean, a good understanding of the kind of tone he wants to get, and I think he does a great job with that. I'll tell you, between you, your bandmates, and the big takeover, a lot of talent up there in New Paltz. I mean. That, Tremendous talent, a lot of acting talent up there too. Uh, it, it, what is it about uh, New Paltz? What is it uh, about the uh, the college that draws that kind of uh, that kind of talent there and that kind of uh, skilled uh, uh, position players over there? Uh, wh what is it? Is it a good uh, set of instructors? You know, I, I'm not sure. I, the instructors were the teachers that I had in school were all phenomenal. I really appreciated them, and and you had a lot of room because it's not a conservatory environment. Right. I mean, you don't have the kind of push that can really sort of maybe whip you into shape if you need that. But if you're somebody who's really just pushing your, you know, driven to practice and driven to chase a sound, you have a lot of resources and the really brilliant faculty. Um, and there's a lot of music in the Hudson Valley because a lot of jazz musicians live around there. I mean, Sonny Rollins lives around there and Joe Lovano. And, and there's just a culture and a history of that. It's, it's the cost of living is a little bit easier than something like New York City. So I think a lot of really amazing musicians have sort of gravitated northward a little bit. Um, and there's all these little towns with different personalities. So you can kind of, it's not just New Paltz, but it's, there's New Paltz and Beacon and Kingston and Saugerties and every town, you know, Rhinebeck and Hudson and all these little towns have a different sort of feel to them. And you can go, go through and get a 
tents and drive around. It, it's just a, it's a it's a nice part of the world, and the pace is a little bit more where you, you you don't you know you don't feel like you're constantly riding on a cannonball trying to keep up with everything. Yeah, listen, I got to agree with you. I spend a lot of time up there and I, uh, in the uh, the mid Hudson Valley, the Hudson Valley in the capital region. It's uh, it, it is nice, and there's a there is a lot of talent up there. Uh, let's talk a little bit uh, about your band and and give us a you know a quick overview and give us a website social media site where people could follow along and get in contact with you. Okay, yeah. So the, the band is right now it's it's a six piece band of um, three women who sing three part vocal harmony, which is Mary Kenny, Melanie Glenn, and Allison Olander, who are all songwriters and really just very mature musicians in their own right, and and really bring just very different musical perspectives and, and visions to the band. And then there's me and I also write songs. So the four of us write the music for the band. And then there's Dean Mahoney, who is, he plays the cajon, which is a Peruvian percussion, Peruvian and Spanish percussion instrument that he's really outfitted and, and sort of put his own spin on. Um, he, you know, he's got different, uh, uh, supplementary percussive elements and some symbols to really, have the cajon play a full role like a drum kit with our band. And that's the thing he's really always been aiming at is have this broad sonic palette, but that he feels he gets the most control over what he's doing with, you know, because the cajon is an instrument where your hand, you know, he's, he gets most of the sounds that he plays just out of his hands coming in contact with the percussion. And not that he doesn't use sticks too, but I, that adds like a real warmth and depth and personality to everything he does. And then Ryan Chappelle, who plays mandolin and octave mandolin. And uh, the women in the band all play guitar as well, electric and acoustic guitar. And I play guitar in a few songs. So it's, we, the thing that drives what we do and, and how we do it is, is less about which particular instruments and more whatever we think is going to serve the song. Like on the record, Healing, which just came out, uh, that we're in, on tour in support of, uh, there's a lot of keyboard and organ and saxophone we we toured for a long time for many years with uh saxophone with baritone sax alto sax and flute which uh we're not always on the road with right now um though we do have often a number of musicians who play those instruments with us um and we try and play really broad american influenced music that, that sort of scratches at a lot of our different itches rhythm and blues and gospel and jazz and and country music now a little more and just a general, uh, you know, rock and roll music, and try and hit all the bases that all of us listen to because we listen to a lot of different music. So that comes out in in the songwriting, I think. Well, listen, congratulations on the record and the tour and everything that's going on with you guys and all the success that you're having. And and give us give us the website one more time and and where people can. Buy oh yeah, it. sorry, I forgot to do that. It's you okay. can you can follow, uh, you can follow our tour at upstatelovesyou.com, and we're on all the social media stuff at at upstate loves you instagram and twitter and facebook and stuff um and yeah on the website you can follow our tour and see where we're going all around the lower 48 and we'll be in colorado and california and the northeast and the mid-atlantic and just where you really you know to play music in this day and age just nobody's quite figured out every aspect of it yet but the big thing is where we're at you just gotta keep running and keep on the road so mm-hmm. with this year in particular we will be on the road all the time so uh, listen, there's plenty of opportunities to find it. Uh, listen, the worst day on the road is is better than uh, the best day at home. They say. So anyway, enjoy enjoy yourself, Harry Diagostino. Thank you very much for being here, and and congratulations on everything. 
Oh, yeah, very much. Thank, thank, you, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Harry Diagosino, uh, an upright bass player and uh, uh, just uh, fantastic. Uh, check out Upstate and Upstate Loves You is, uh, is, is their website. And you can put that in and you'll he'll, uh, find it. And uh, check them out on the road. They'll be, uh, they'll be doing extensive touring this year. Harry Diagostino has been our very special guest. We'll be back after this. 